Hello? Okay. That's Hello? fine, though. I mean, because do people really want to hear us breathe? <laughs> it was a little eerie, but I'm, I'm going to put these um, on just to make sure it's going, but you just keep talking. I, do yeah, that's you, typically what I do. I usually speak to myself. Because uh, I got my bag. Yeah, I was breathing into it in the beginning um, for the month of October because it's coming among us. Yeah, it's tomorrow. And yeah. I just would like to publicly announce that I have entered into a relationship with the the 18-foot-tall skeleton from Home Depot. Thank you. Thank Did you for he the ask... support. I don't know, he or she. Don't he. know. Did he. he ask you? Um, he ripped his arm off, and he whacked me with it on the head. Something he about said, this doesn't sound mutual. He said please step away from me to which I said yes I would love to when you say entered into a relationship do you mean like like when you enter into a courtroom and someone gets a restraining order on you I mean I would say that's a type of relationship would you not relationships you know I mean, always I... have to be positive <laughs> it was positive to me he just doesn't know yet where this is gonna go this is how you don't normally... This is not the normal relationship you should ever have. <laughs> this is not how you start relationships. Um, with an inanimate object, I guess it's, it's technically He's okay. not inanimate. <laughs> He's a living, breathing creature. Wait, I first of all, I just want to say one thing about living, breathing creatures. So at the store, they have lobsters back in the tanks. Mm -hmm. And I had to walk by them a lot because... My little corner of the store for work is past it. I always want to like let them go. Yeah, and I eat. They look sad. I eat meat. Yeah, I'm not a vegetarian. God, I hope I never have to meet a cow. It makes me sad. I want a cow. But those lobsters, I don't even like lobsters. Their eyes scare the crap out of me. Same with like all types of crawfish and shellfish. But I like, I walk by and they look at me with their big sad. Beady, it dark, just looks sad when they're like eyes. up against the side of the tank yes. and you're like they're trying to crawl out, they but they can't, can't because their hands are tied up. Yeah. Okay, this is making me sad. It makes me so. Should we say hello? One more thing. Okay. Why do we have to boil crabs alive? Can't you like knock them out first? I think if you, I don't know how you knock out a crab, but if you kill them before you boil them, I think they taste bad. I don't care. Well, I don't really eat crab that often. Maybe like twice a year. Hey, I don't know. stop eating crab. There's no need. <laughs> Such a hypocrite. This podcast is really just a progression of us becoming vegans. Oh my god, no, I'm way I don't ahead think I can you. become vegan. I really, I enjoy dairy products. <clears throat> a I'm like too much. almost a vegetarian. Hope is a closet vegan. We've been over this. Have we been over it on the podcast? Mm -hmm. Yeah, people always think I'm a vegan. I don't know. I'm not. I eat Debatable. mostly vegetables only, but not always. I do eat meat and I do eat and tofu, dairy which products. is also an indicator. But tofu is just good. I wouldn't know. I'll make you crispy tofu. I okay. think you'd like it. Sure. So welcome to episode <laughs> eight. 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 No place for hate. Episode eight. <laughs> Great day to be a Mustang. <laughs> Are we outing ourselves? Did all the cats Let's just come in here? Let's not explain that anymore. All the cats came in here. I know. We, Let's go come I, here. I hate closing doors. Don't step on my keyboard, please. She, all she does is walk across my laptop. I 
rarely close my door unless I'm even when I'm changing, I don't usually close my door. I just kind of close it more, but I don't, like, shut it. Because I don't want the cats to feel like they can't come in here. It just doesn't seem I right. I know. I don't shut my door when I sleep for that reason. Mm-hmm. I also like when they come cuddle with me. Yeah. Every now and then, Theo makes a surprise appearance. He's like, he's hey. Been, um, he's been a little bit off the map lately. I feel like I don't Sometimes see him he just much. disappears. Where is he going? He's going to work. Hi, Scobie. Oh, man. Dude. Okay, so I had Whataburger earlier. I haven't had a Whataburger in a while, and I am feeling gross. It does not make you feel good. It's good in the moment. Mm-hmm. And then right after, you're like, oh. Does that remind you of something else? Reminds me of something else. No. Alcohol? No, I was making a sex joke. But oh. I was going to I was gonna <laughs> say knitting. You don't like knitting? I was joking. I've never I would say knitting before. is, any, if anything, more satisfactory after because you see what you've done. <laughs> I don't know. I've never knitted. <laughs> I'm not good at it. I'm better at crocheting. Can't handle two needles. Only one. What about embroidering? I don't like embroidering. My sister is very good at it. Speaking of, if if you like if you like embroidery, you can check out our Etsy shop, Two Thirds Cat. Um... There's always a link in the description anyway, but my sister just started embroidering pillows, like decorative pillows, and they are really cute. They're good. They're she it's hand embroidered. Very skillfully done. Yeah. So, if you like if you're looking for hand embroidered stuff on Etsy and it's abnormally cheap, I'm going to be real with you, those people are not hand embroidering it cuz they're not going to make a profit. That just doesn't make sense. Um, but my sister hand embroiders, it's super cute stuff. She's been using clay lately, like polymer clay, like I use. She's slowly just taking over. She's becoming you. Um, Yeah. We're all secretly becoming you. And then who am I becoming? (laughs) You. Why are you becoming me? Because, you know what, here, I guess it's time. We're getting into the episode, which is about the media that we consume. Yes. And a new media, it's not a new media, but, like, I watch a lot of YouTube. I'm a, U- I'm a hoe for YouTube. I think I'm, we have that written on the fridge somewhere. I'm trying to be a hoe for YouTube. It's not something you want to be. I, I don't do. know. I no. want it so badly. If I told you how many hours I spend on YouTube a day, that's right, a day, you'd be like, how do you get anything done? And I'd say, I don't. I don't. Listen, I just, <laughs> I want to have these channels that I'm like, oh, let me watch this channel. Like, I want these go-to channels. Every time I get on YouTube and try to find something, I end up watching car crash compilations for, like, three hours. Well, it's just, like, I just go through, like, phases on YouTube. We've talked about that. I, I went through and I'm not really as much into, like, Disney history. Oh, yeah. Mostly because I just watched all the videos. <laughs> and now I have to wait till new ones come out. Right now, I'm into criminal psychology. Yes! Yep. So, I watched randomly... I clicked on a video about the Jennifer Pan, I think that's how you say her last name, case in Canada, I think Ontario, and super interesting case, but it was like a two-hour documentary on how the, like, investigators, um, what do investigators do? Interrogate. Investigate. (laughs) How they, like, interrogated her, and it was really interesting. And then that led me to a guy... Wait, wait. What's, what's the synopsis of that case? It sounds so, familiar. Um, 
Jennifer, she's growing up. She has, her parents are from Vietnam, or maybe only one parent is. I'm oh, sorry. is this the tiger parent? Yeah, and her okay. parents are what is, like, considered, like, were considered tiger parents. Like, they're really hard on their kids and expect a lot from them. And it can it can be damaging to a child, yeah. for sure. Lots of pressure. Um, so there's kind of some controversy on, like, how much, you know, like, nurture versus nature. Are you watching my cat go to the bathroom? <laughs> Anyways, I make sure. she ends up not being, like, a successful figure skater as she was originally was going to be because she injured herself and was no longer able to skate. And she started, like, not doing well in school. Um, eventually, this escalates into pretending to go to school, lying to her parents. And I mean college. Pretending oh, yes. to go to college and get a degree and get accepted into a pharm- pharmacology school? Pharmacy Pharmacy school? school? I don't know. <laughs> Um, Pharma College. Pharma College. University. (laughs) Um, All of this is a lie. She's dating a guy who is also a drug dealer, and they kind of scheme up this idea to murder her parents. There's never any reason. it works. They do murder her parents. Well, they tried to murder her dad. He ends up actually surviving. Um, But, like, it's just this case of, like, just bad just all around bad Mm -hmm. like don't get me wrong there's never a good reason to kill someone unless it's self-defense really well you know what i don't even know if i want to get into that (laughs) this is more this is just a case where it's it's really sad because you know her parents kind of did raise her to resent them but they obviously didn't deserve to die by any means but it it really sheds light on like how important good parenting is which I've learned listening to all these videos about serial killers, that a lot of them had really terrible parents. Yeah. And that definitely adds to, like, potentially, like, psychological trauma, which can push people to do really bad things. Like, well, I mean, especially, like, when you're young and your brain is still developing, that type of, like, trauma and, like, abuse for children who go through really rough childhoods mm-hmm. and have abusive parents... That's going to have such a detrimental impact on that, those areas of their brains that are developing, like your decision. What's the decision making area? Do you know is what that, that the is? prefrontal cortex? I think so. It's like what takes the longest to develop, right? It's like the front. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always tell my parents when I do something dumb, I'd be like, "Sorry, my prefrontal lobe is still is still developing." It they still still takes till twenty five, so I got to. So few we're years. not there yet. Yes, but. I mean, they always talk about this in all these two crime podcasts of how so many kids do go through abusive childhoods. Mm -hmm. They don't grow up to murder people. Yeah. So sometimes there's just a case of a little something extra going on in their brains Mm -hmm. and it's just bad wiring and then you pair it with this awful upbringing and it's it's just like the perfect storm almost. It's really interesting. It is. It's fascinating and it's horrifying. Yeah, I've been listening to this um, YouTube channel, um, it's Dr. Grande, like, you know, like, Grande. Big. Big in Spanish. Yeah. Really had to think about that. I did not take Spanish in high school. Um. French girl. I'm a French girl. She's a baguette girl. Which is funny, because I'm pretty sure big in French is, like, grand. So, (laughs) it's really not that different. But, he does, like, the psychology side of it, so he analyzes kind of the psychology behind murderers, 
Um, and it's just really interesting. He also just does it for, like, random celebrities. But he seems, you know, really smart. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's it's good stuff. But it's so fascinating. That's something new. I never really was interested in, like, true crime oh. or psychology. Mm-hmm. I've been trying um, to get her into it for, like, two years. I know, years. and I've really... I've really resisted without meaning to. Like, it just never really... I was, I was never like, oh, I want to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I think about how often I want to make sure the doors are locked. She's turning into me. And I don't like leaving the door to our balcony open. Uh, heck no. Because someone's going to jump in and kill us. Hey, hey. I didn't used I'm to be like, like this. <laughs> CEO of Paranoia. You can ask Hope. I can't... Mm-hmm. When I'm here by myself, I don't sleep. I still I'm like being so here by myself. At night? Mm-hmm. I like being alone. <laughs> like, fully alone. Something calming about it. Something horrifying about it. But ask me in a month after I've watched a hundred <sighs> more videos. And yeah, we'll see, see, I'm in the... I'm so deep into it that I'm on my third time re-listening to My Favorite Murder. Because I love Karen and Georgia so much. But, honestly, the cases they cover are so interesting. and But they're so scary. And I think that's why it's also so interesting of, like... When there's almost, like, scary movies, when it's just, like, it could be so easy just to not look and to not watch, but, like, part of you is, like, look, look. Like, mm-hmm. don't you want to watch? Don't you want to see it? Perfect so for Halloween. Yes. We're starting a Halloween movie slash TV show. Yes. Um, watching group. I don't know what to call it. I don't know why I'm looking at the whiteboard. Your handwriting looks really nice. Thank you. I write my M's the same way that you do capital M's. Oh, really? Like the curvy instead of the pointy middle. I hate the pointy middle. It's Although too... I do pointy W's. It looks evil. Well, no, they're kind of no. curvy. But I still do a pointed W. Well, I think I might do the all-rounded W. The two rounds both. in the middle point. I see both. Very of them. interesting conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Hey, write us in. What are your favorite Halloween movies, shows, whatever, books... Or just, like, horror. Or thriller. I really like a good, like, suspense thriller. Yeah. Suspense. I really... I just like the, like, feel-good, like, Disney Channel Halloween movies that bring my childhood back. Um, Hocus Pocus. Halloween Town? Are you kidding me? (laughs) God! What a great movie. There's multiple, aren't there? Halloween Town, Halloween Town High, Halloween Town Do y'all remember Sky High? Uh Uh-huh. Great movie. I used to have it on DVD. Oh, I was... So, one more thing about YouTube. I was, like, (laughs) trying to... I don't know where to start. Because I want to, like, get into it. All I watch on YouTube are really, like, plant videos Mm -hmm. and car crash stuff. Yeah. Um, so I... (laughs) It's kind of embarrassing. I was, like, um, let me see what David Dobrik is about. Mm -hmm. Is that even how you say his last name? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever watched one of his videos. I was just, like... If, I don't think this is going to get me into YouTube. It's no, he's like... I think it's for kids younger than us. From my understanding, he's very, like, high energy. Yeah. Like, bleh, bleh, I'm silly, but, like... Yes, they all, they're kind of, like, the um, destructive the friend group. squad. Yes, they yeah, just like, kind of, like, destroy things and, like, like, I hurt tricked my mom into marrying our pet dog. Yeah. The kids are like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. Oh, my God, mom, come um, here. I've never watched him. I tend not to tell people what I watch on YouTube because I don't like judgment. So I tell them the stuff that, like, people are like, oh, of course you watch that. Like, I watch cooking videos. Yeah. 
and baking videos, yeah. um, plant videos, yeah. random like history documentaries. Yeah. And then that's where I stop telling people what I watch because that's all they need to know. There. There's certain things I watch on YouTube that I don't even like that I watch it, but for some reason it draws you in and you want to watch it. And then you're like, why am I watching this? But like, it's interesting. That's me with, uh, I also like GTA fails. They're <laughs> really funny. <laughs> We're very different in the stuff we watch on YouTube. Yes. I just, I feel like. I would like vlogs. Like, I kind of just enjoy watching people go through their day, which is so pathetic of me. Like, I should be going through my day. Those are the things I like watching, but I don't tell people because they're like, that's weird. Isn't it, like, strange? I I have mixed feelings about, like, lifestyle vloggers in general because I'm like, you're just kind of selling your life to people. But I don't know. It's just interesting. It is interesting. Like, I really like watching college vlogs, mm. mostly because I'm, like, sentimental about how I'm not having a normal college semester. Like, yeah. you know, everyone isn't. Yeah. So, like, I like to watch old ones where they're like, I'm going to campus today. And I'm yeah. like, oh, Sad. that's nice. <laughs> See, I like the um, Elena Tabor because she's in New York. And I like mm-hmm. New York. I don't know. I think I like New York. I found today there's hood vlogs. I rather enjoyed that. What they is- were taking you... One of them was, like, about the Bronx, and I love New York, and, like, have this fascination with the Bronx. I don't... Couldn't tell you why. Hmm. Um, it was just cool. Like, there was this girl who was uh, kind of taking you on a tour of, like, how she grew up, and it was just actually very interesting and, like, very genuine. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like YouTubers, they end up, like... Just kind of a weird breed of people. Yeah. Like Emma Chamberlain, you know? I watch her sometimes. She, I watched, (laughs) I don't like to tell people that I watch Emma Chamberlain. Don't be a, but she started out as like a very relatable teenager, right? Like when I watched her, I think she was maybe two years younger than me. I watched, she's always going to be two years younger than me. But she's relatable. She's literally just like a high schooler that's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to go get coffee. And then go shopping, which is kind of what I did in high school. But then she also would talk about, like, I'm really anxious about school. Yeah. And, like, you know. My life is a mess right yeah, now. Yeah, this stuff is, that. like, stressful. And, like, it would just, like, be her cat. Yeah. And, like, that was relatable. And then and now she, she's like, so big and it's, like. She got really famous. There's, like, too much really clout. Really fast. Yeah. She moved to, like, L.A. She's LA. beautiful, though, by the way. Like, she is. She is really pretty. And she, like. I think she was also, like, 18. When you're 18, you're just kind of, like, going through it. Like, yeah. regardless of where you are, like, she was probably, like, a millionaire already. But, like, that doesn't change the fact that you're 18 and you don't know what you're doing and you're finding your identity. And then, don't you think it's, like, I imagine it would be even harder to, like, kind of discover who you are when all of a sudden you're having... Everyone's watching you. Everyone has these expectations of you and harsh judgments and they're really critical mm-hmm. and you have all this money now. I wouldn't know what to do. I feel like that's... A lot of times, like, what happens with child actors is, like, Mm -hmm. they grow up and they kind of, like, I mean, not all of them, but sometimes they turn to drugs or, and people, like, want to persecute them, but I kind of get it. Yeah, like. It's like, they've been under all this weird I watched her newer stuff again. She's probably, like, 20. I don't know. But, like, she's kind of gotten good again. Like, just more relatable again. Like, yeah, she's, is filming in, like, a $5 million house, but, like, she's just, like, in one episode, she's like, I'm just going to go to a hotel for a day. Because, like, I just want to, like, not be in my house, but what else that, can I, I do? I wish I could do that. If I and had like, the money to do that, I would. Well, yeah. 
but like toast. that relatableness of like I just want to get out of my house. Yeah, you're stir crazy. And I like, get out but of also here. the relatableness of like she was like, I'm just going to a hotel that's ten minutes from my house. I'm not leaving this state because that's not like something I feel like is responsible right now. Yeah. So like you know, just changes. Or it's just like a video of her like making coffee with like her cats, and I'm like, I do that, you yeah. know. It's like okay, I really, <laughs> I love TikTok, which is dumb, but I don't care. Um, I get sucked into it, and it's like kind of the same thing of these random TikToks of people like showing their morning routines and it's I don't know why I don't change mine I'm not like oh I should do that it's just so like for some reason it's like so satisfying for me to watch it Mm -hmm. I don't know why I have not been on TikTok I don't think I will get on TikTok I like it (laughs) okay (laughs) I like it (laughs) I think I like it because there's, like, I don't like the TikTok breed of, like, teenagers. I really don't like them. Oh, like, all the famous teenagers? Yes, they, like, go to the Hype House or whatever. That's weird. That is so... That's... <laughs> it's... Not good. Yeah, it makes me nervous for, like, what's to come and, like, what are kids going to strive for? Like, what do they want? Being a YouTuber is, like, the number one thing kids say they want to be in, like, elementary school. They're like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And they're like, I want to be a YouTuber. That blows my mind. See, if they had the YouTube that we had when we were kids, they would not. What, <laughs> because... was, the, what was that one channel where he's like, let's get some shoes? What was that guy? Oh. Do you remember that? Yeah, he and like there was the vampire girl. Well, actually, we did. We made some videos. But it, but wasn't... it was like skits. It wasn't like... You weren't like... making money on YouTube when we yeah. were... When we just started watching YouTube, you... You could technically be famous-ish through it, but... I don't think there it, were ads. There were, yeah, there was no monetization of, like, ads and stuff. And, like, the only way to really make money on YouTube was to be sponsored by someone. To get, like, a, a sponsorship through, like, another separate yeah. company. Because I, I watch Rent and Link sometimes. Um, Their they're podcast, Ear Biscuits, is actually pretty good. Hmm. They've really... You've mentioned that before. Shifted... Well, their podcast is just a little more, like, adult and grown up, which mm-hmm. is nice. Because I think their show caters more to, like... Younger kids, but it's not like, it's not like David Dobrik where you're yeah, like, yeah, he's what like trying too doing? hard, you know, just too goofy. But they talked about when they first tried making a career out of being on YouTube. YouTube doesn't really didn't pay you at that time. You didn't get money through ads, so they had to like find local businesses who wanted to advertise themselves in their videos, which yeah. is just really interesting. Like to see how YouTube has changed. Yeah, like. If really now they have YouTube TV. Know. Yeah. It's kind of wild. Well, and like we could potentially make money off of YouTube one day through our podcast. Yeah. Which is weird. I mean, I think I have like four subscribers, but Oh, that's kind of exciting. You know, it is. <laughs> um you need like a thousand subscribers. Hey, we're and... almost there. Tell your friends. Tell your mama. Yeah, it's like a thousand subscribers daddy. and ten thousand views total to yeah. actually make money. Hey, hey so we bad. might be there one day. I don't you know. You know what's incredible to me the amount of money that twitch streamers make when they're like successful mm-hmm. and i'm like so here for it i i really love watching people game and i don't know i just i like a lot of the gamers like because they're just kind of like they're not all nerdy but i like the ones that are nerdy mm-hmm. and are just like hey i'm good at this my brother does me. that and I don't get it. I guess I'll put his link in here because my whole family has gone through a weird <laughs> moment where we're all trying to make money and like not the conventional. I work nine to five. Yeah. 
Um, but he streams, his name is Fat Too Slow. It's like the word fat, the number two, and then the word slow. Yeah. He's been using that since I swear he was like 12. Go give him a um, gift subscription. Yeah, if you have Amazon Prime and you don't watch Twitch, you can use uh, Amazon Prime Twitch subscription. And I believe all of the money through specifically a Prime subscription on Twitch goes to the streamer. Mm-hmm. So you can go subscribe to my brother if you'd like. I try and do it. I've actually watched him a few times, but I don't think watching video games is my thing. <laughs> I enjoy um, it. I don't know why. But I mean, I, I sit and watch like Korean vlogs where it's literally someone filming themselves throughout their day and they don't talk and you don't see their face. So like, no judgments here, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> it's just interesting, like, the things that all of us like to watch mm-hmm. and how much it differs. I don't know. What do y'all like to watch? Don't be shy. We're not gonna oh, that's interesting. I like watching that too. <laughs> tell us. Tell um, us. Yeah. YouTube, man. I could talk about YouTube for hours. <laughs> I don't oh, know if that's good YouTube. or bad. YouTube. Give me some suggestions. And also, I'll take podcast suggestions. I'm always looking for a new podcast, too. So I don't have to keep listening to my favorite I think, What do I listen to? I used to listen to Stuff You Should Know. Yeah, I've listened to that a few times. I think they're really funny. Um, Josh and Chuck? Pretty sure that's the name. They had a show on the Science Channel for just a little bit. And this is when I, like, really liked their podcast. And when they canceled it, I kid you not, I was so heartbroken. (laughs) And I was really mad at all my siblings for not watching it with me because I was, like, ten. And I believed if you had ten people watching your show, you were doing well. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But then I listened to too many of their podcasts about really dark things, and then I started getting uncomfortable, and that's why I don't listen anymore. Aww. Because if there's something about just hearing something that can make me very physically uncomfortable. So if, if I'm watching a horror movie, I'm not uncomfortable with the gore. But hearing gore described to me only verbally mm-hmm. makes me extremely uncomfortable, yeah. and a lot of times I'll get nauseous. Maybe. And, no, sorry, go ahead. And I usually listen to podcasts driving, so I can't get nauseous when I'm driving. So I just can't listen to podcasts about murder. I'm having major deja vu right now, and I think I've said that in an episode before. I think that makes sense, though, because to describe something verbally with no, like, vision or, like... I'm sorry, I'm having the most intense case of deja vu. Like, we've had this exact conversation, and it's making me feel weird. I don't think that we have. I, like, I literally feel like we've recorded this exact episode. I get really into stage of it, too. And it, but mine lasts for a second, and then it's gone. And then I cannot grab the feeling that I just was so sure of. And it is mind-blowing to me. What is deja vu? Maybe we should explain deja vu in an episode. What is it? Do we know what it is? We have to look it up. <laughs> you don't know what it is? Like, why you have it? Like, the science behind it. Like, what's going on in your brain? I don't think they know. Really? Right, because what, what would be, you know, like, I mean, I guess, simply put, it could just be, like, a trigger of something you've kind of experienced before. Like, I've probably talked about this to someone, about how hearing things makes me nauseous. Mm -hmm. And so, for whatever reason, the way, like, I said it or something, like, triggered that memory. But it's not a, like, a concrete memory. I don't know why I'm trying to explain this. I don't know. So, like, your brain tries to connect to that memory, Mm -hmm. but it can't come up with the exact memory so it's just a feeling okay i that's not it i i don't know why i think that oh okay (laughs) you know what i heard once 
that you just made me think of mm-hmm. is like a lot of the things you remember are not exactly how you remember it it's how your brain is like filling in the holes that you can't quite remember all the way mm-hmm. and so your memories aren't 100 percent accurate yeah so i don't know if that's actually true or not i'd like to think i could remember big events you know but i don't know i mean i have a terrible memory too so it's just kind of interesting the brain is like god i feel like it's Oh, you're trying to sabotage us. It's that's your Chill. brain talking. That's not me talking. That's your brain. Wait, okay. Back to my point. To describe something without an image, mm-hmm. I think you have to give more detail, right? If you're just like, if I'm just telling you the details of like some crazy, awful murder, mm-hmm. versus if I had a TV show and I could just show pictures. And so, when you see the picture, they don't really need to put words with it to describe it. So you're in taking it and perceiving it how you want. And so you might not have to, like, think about it as intensely as, like, they would describe it verbally with words. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like, you're saying, like, my mind has to make up for what's not given visually? No, I, well, I just feel like (laughs) it's like reading a book with no pictures. You kind of imagine everything more in your Mm -hmm. head and you picture it in your own head. And so you might picture it to be worse or like they're having to use more descriptors because there are no pictures. If there were pictures, if it was a movie, they're not having to describe it as much because it's right there in the picture. Yeah. And so I don't know. I just feel like it's more intense because there's more like. There's more left to the imagination. Yes. But I, I don't know. Do pictures not like make you feel nauseous then? Not usually. Like there's a few. It's. In terms of, like, gore, that's not what makes me nauseous. There's other things that, like, make me nauseous. Like, just, like, gross stuff. But, like, watching, like, a gory movie, I don't necessarily like doing that. But it doesn't make me feel like I need to, like, pause and, like, go lay down. But sometimes when I listen to, like, podcasts about, like, a murder and they describe the murder, it does make me really uncomfortable. I don't think I really imagine the words with, like, pictures. I don't know. Because I haven't really listened to a podcast like that in a while because of yeah. that exact reason. Yeah. Um, that's probably why I don't really listen to My Favorite Murder. Yeah, because they can get into the details. And it's and they say they don't get into it as much as other podcasts, like um, last podcast on the left. Mm-hmm. I know they get into the more nitty-gritty, but I'm like, how much more into it can I you know, get? I know, because like, the guy I watch on YouTube, he'll describe the crimes, but he doesn't usually get like super detailed. Mm-hmm. He'll just be like, they did this, they did this crime and maybe, like, one or two things if it was, like, peculiar that they did during the crime. Yeah. Um, but that, it's weird because his videos are really just him talking and on occasion there's a picture, but not usually. There's never pictures of, like, crime scenes from from what I remember. (sighs) I've sometimes But that doesn't make me uncomfortable. I Google the crime scene photos. I, like, look up the people. I don't do that. (laughs) Um, but, yeah, it's weird. I don't know. All the will, weird things our bodies do. There are, like, like really particular things that make me feel nauseous. Like, when you were cutting my hair and we are watching... Oh my gosh, what was that show that we were watching? It's like the plastic surgery show on Netflix, right? Yeah, but, like, but it's wholesome. Yeah. They basically... It's people who have, like, kind of been through trauma. Um, which, I mean, there's no shame for anyone who wants to just get plastic surgery without having gone through trauma Mm -hmm. but like these cases they just have and they go through their stories but like I went through this whole story listening to this woman like they talked about like them getting shot and showed like the wounds and stuff 
when they were giving her the IV, I came so close to passing out. I was like, hope I gotta go get water. You should tell them about the time you passed out. Oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> I have, like, a, a kind of a bad history of fainting. I'm not good with blood and needles, specifically needles. Um, and when I don't eat, especially... It's needles and eating, like when my blood sugar is really low, which I think is mm-hmm. just normal. See, now this this confused me, because I, whenever, maybe it's a specific type, but whenever I give blood, at specifically the doctors, not like just donating blood, they always tell me I have to fast 12 hours before I give blood, That's... because they, they told me that if I eat before, it can skew my results. I don't know. So then I was confused, because I was like... Am I supposed to be eating before I go so to the doctor? So you're not donating it. You're just having blood work done. Yeah. And so they always say, but they, I think they usually call it like fasting blood work. Okay. So maybe there's a kind where like you don't have to, but I was so confused when you told me that. And I was like, wait, but aren't you not I mean, maybe it's eat? like your, is it like to, I mean, you don't have to say what it is, but I, I would imagine like ones where they're testing like, like iron, like if they're testing for like anemia or like, you know, are you low in like any type of vitamins? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Neither am I. But anyways, um, three times in my life have I fast out or came really close to passing out. The first time, I lived in Indonesia. I was eight. I had to get a shot. Just a shot. Mm-hmm. I don't like needles. I enjoy getting shots because I'm That's really weird. odd. Can you it's get mine for cool. me? Can you go get a flu shot for me? Because I'm scared. I think if I convince myself of how interesting the science is behind it, it makes me less uncomfortable. Because if I go in to give blood and I think about how cool it is that we can do that, then I don't get nauseous. But if I don't start with that thought in my mind, my brain goes to weird places. Oh, my God. Um, I don't even know what goes through my head when I'm doing it. I'm just like, don't pass out. Don't pass out. Don't look at it. Anyways. Excuse me. Um. I was just really tense, and when they gave me the shot, I think it went into my muscle, mm-hmm. and so I started to black out, and all I could see were my mom's head and the doctor's head, and they looked like two little suns in a really dark sky. Oh my god! And I was like, <clears throat> Mom, <laughs> how come all I can see are your heads? And they were like, oh yeah, baby, just go ahead and lay down. <laughs> and they brought me banana Laffy Taffy, and I I've not had Laffy Taffy since because I don't like it anymore. Banana Laffy Taffy's the worst Laffy Taffy. Yeah, but they were like, you need sugar in your blood. And then the next time, it was twice in one year, this year. You also almost passed out. Are you going to talk about when you got emails for Because you almost passed out Oh, then. no, I forgot about Okay. Yeah. This was freshman year of college. And I got in trouble. <laughs> Why did you get I got scolded. By the guy? Yeah, he was like, you didn't make sure she ate before she came. And I was like, I don't know. I'm not her mom. You're like, dude, I don't know. I'm younger. That's when I offered to drive. And in my head, I was like, I really don't want to drive your car. But I also obviously don't want you to pass out. You were like, no, I'm fine. And I was like, okay. You're like, well, this is it. Yeah, I just, I didn't eat before. And I was getting my nose pierced. And he didn't even do it yet. He, It took so much longer than it should have because... I kept almost passing out. Like, I would be like, oh, I don't feel good. And I was like, there's no color in my face. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, lay down. And he'd give me a lollipop. The dude is really nice. Mm-hmm. And then I'd get back up. We would think we were good. Not good. I think it took it took a couple tries before we actually got it. Because the needle part was fine. The piercing, I was like, okay. I think mm-hmm. it's, I don't know if it's like the anxiety around it or what. I don't know. That's number two. Number three... 
I had to get blood work done. Didn't eat before. Um, as I was walking to the counter of the doctor's office, I was like, I don't feel so good. And then, um, that's the last thing I remember. I woke up on the floor. They said that I <laughs> hit my head so hard because I was standing Aww. up. And I just toppled right over to the side. I hit my right temple on the carpet so hard. I think I had a really slight concussion for oh, a few yeah. days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember you telling me. I was a little out of it. <laughs> I felt great. <laughs> Probably because I was out of it. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. And it was real rough. They they were like, we just couldn't get around the counter fast enough to, like, Aww. catch you. They gave me so much apple juice and crackers. Um, and then Hope bought me apple juice, too. It was nice. And I got to miss class that day, so actually kind of a win-win. Win-win. <laughs> Anyways, and then the last time. The most iconic. <laughs> I think I had the stomach flu, and I think that this was like would make sense. within a month of the last time I had fainted. Because mm-hmm. I think Hope gave me the stomach flu. Yeah, sorry about that. But I think, I don't know, so I threw up for like a six-hour period of the night, mm-hmm. puking. And so I didn't want to eat that day because mm-hmm. I was like, well, I don't want to throw up again. It's hard to eat when you, you think you're Throwing up is so miserable it. that it really you is. will do whatever you can to prevent it. And so, anyways, I basically didn't eat the whole day, which no needles needed. Just not eating, you know, your blood sugar is low. I don't know how I ever did the food fast at church. I don't know. I enjoy fasting, but that's a separate thing. I don't know. It's nice to be like... But you also don't throw up a bunch before you do food fast. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's You're not depleted good, of I think I was a bunch really of things. Weak. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, I was walking Daisy outside, and um, I, was, I just felt it. I was like, yeah, I need to go back in. I was so pale. Like, I looked dead. And so I ran back inside because I wanted to make it inside before I fell. I didn't want anyone to think I was dead. Yeah, also you don't want to fall on the concrete. Yeah, true. And so, I, like, sprinted past one of my neighbors, and I she was just staring at me, and I was like, don't ask. Brought Daisy inside. I had to go upstairs. I made it to the couch, and I was like, no, no, no. I need to get in my bed. So, I went. I was so close to making <laughs> oh, it to my bed. Really sad. I was in the doorway Aww. of my room. Boom. I wake up on the floor, like, cold sweats, and I was like, are you kidding me? I was, like, <laughs> literally a foot from my bed, and I couldn't make it. And then I had just gone home from, <laughs> yes, I don't know. the best part. I don't, I don't know when this was, class, work, something, and I come inside, <laughs> and I can't even say it. And I think, I think I come in, I don't even know if I say anything, <laughs> you just... You came inside, and I yelled, I passed out, <laughs> and Hope said, okay, I and I was like... Okay. <laughs> I literally just went, okay. And then I, like, went into my room. I, ha- I took it as, like, you know when you're, like, so tired, you, like, take a really good nap? I thought she meant, yes. like, oh, like, man, I passed out. No, that like, makes, it makes perfect It was sense. great. So when she said, I passed out, I was like, oh, nice. Like, you had a good <laughs> nap. I come to find out, I don't know how much later, that you literally passed out. And I felt I so terrible. Because I don't even think I came in and checked on you. Because <laughs> I thought you had just taken a nap. Well, because I feel like I don't nap that often. So if I did take a really good nap, that's something that I would tell you. I'd be like, guess what? I just felt bad. Like, I can't imagine having just passed out and your roommate just goes, okay. Wait, I think that was the time, actually, when you got me crackers. That might have been. Yeah, I was just like... Do you mind getting me some crackers? When I found out you actually passed out, I was like, 
I am so sorry. <laughs> yes. I swear if you if I had known you'd actually pass out, I would have come to check on you, not just come of to course. my room. Of <laughs> course. I know. It's, it's such a funny story, though. I'm not mad about it. Oh, wow. I wasn't even mad about it when it happened. <laughs> yeah, not fun. I don't know. Maybe, like, maybe we can post things on our Instagram story when we, like, post new episodes. We can post a few pictures to go along. Mm-hmm. with it i don't know i have some ideas in mind some like graphics info- yeah not info- and then gra- we're not really sharing info but i think no this is the most educational podcast we're basically doctors <laughs> yes um i think eventually one day we might make an instagram account for mm-hmm. our podcast why not yeah i already have two what's the third one gonna do right i have two also i have like seven emails and travel accounts <laughs> you should tell them about it i should delete it gonna delete it anyways what other media do we oh candy crush candy crush just been real obsessed with it it's it's such an it's satisfying it's all right it's satisfying. bright colors it's the satisfying music is really animation the music playing the music's like good it. and it's just a little frustrating but like in a good way healthy stress all right okay and i play it and I, I'm not ashamed. It's a very big accomplishment because I've been playing it since I was, like, 14, 15. I definitely played it in middle school and then stopped because, like, I didn't have a way to play it or something. I didn't want to get it on my phone. I don't keep yeah. games on my phone. Um, but now that I have my dad's old yeah, iPad, it happens to be just new enough to play <laughs> Candy Crush. But that's about the only game I can really get on there. Hey, that's all you need. It is. We got Stefan into it, too. My iPad is really just my Candy Crush tablet. <laughs> and I draw on there sometimes. That's a good balance. But Candy Crush is fun. It's a nice, like, relaxing It's just really game. innocent and pure, and mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. I don't get ads. I don't know if that's because... I don't know. I don't, I've don't. i never had an ad on my game. I don't know. I mean, I'm like... So I've been playing for a long time, so I'm on, like, 800-something, mm-hmm. which isn't great if you've been playing for as long as I've been playing, but I take, like, year-long hiatuses. They also get really hard. They do. And I, I now... I stop playing and I forget about it. Anytime I reach a, like, quote-unquote hard level, I go through at least, like, seven lives before I beat it. Yes. And then mm. it sucks because you have to wait. Anyways, mm-hmm. Candy Crush, you should try it if you haven't It's a rush. It. <laughs> oh. Lindsay. Hope. I've got a text. I've got a text. <laughs> I've got a text. Freaking Love Island. What I the love heck? it. I... What the heck? It's so good. I think when we started, I was very skeptical when we started. Yeah. I just like randomly walked in one day when you and Stefan were watching it and I was like, well, because I had been watching Bachelor in Paradise this? before and Hope was like not a fan. Because I, I was don't... like, this is better. And it is. Bachelor in Paradise or it's just not the good. Bachelor, Bachelorette in general, it seems so disingenuine. It is. And really like kind of just boring (laughs) which somehow love island seemed more genuine yeah which is kind of the same concept i but it's like i just think i mean it's definitely still weird wait i just want to say something that was actually really beautiful about this show i think just about like uk culture the boys are so emotional Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's just like over there they're not as like harsh about masculinity yeah like you gotta be a man like none of the guys now, granted, I did not watch it as much as you. Ever came off as like bonehead, like yeah, I'm like tough. a jock. And, well, like, when I their don't families came to visit, all the boys cried. When oh, their parents I didn't walked know that in, happened. when their parents walked into the villa, the boys would be like, they couldn't. They'd be like sobbing oh. into their parents' arms and like, I miss you. I was just like, that's, that's so sweet. 
it was really nice. But I don't know. We got U.S. next. I don't think it's going to be as good. We'll see. I just, I don't, it's such an interesting thing that, like, your job can be based off of Instagram. Yeah. And beyond that, it starts because you, like, get on one of these shows. Which is why it seems so, like, it's not genuine because people want to go on it for the fame. It's like. Yeah. It's like this new culture, like, bachelor culture, Mm -hmm. bachelor nation. Mm -hmm. It's so weird. And it's like a whole network. Like, people just go on there really just for their, like, five minutes of fame, but because of social media, five minutes of fame gets extended into yeah. a career of, like, like um, Harvey and I watched Married at First Sight, which mm. we really enjoyed. Um, I did, too. We also only watched, like, the last season that's come out so far. Same with Love Island. Great. Um... And I do, in fact, follow a lot of the people that were on that show on Instagram. That's what I did with Love Island. And, like, they, like, I've seen, like, their stories. And, like, they have, like, sponsorships from companies. And it, like, blows my mind that, like, that is how you can, like, it's, I don't think it's necessarily wrong or anything. But, like, the way you make money, it's just weird. It's so unconventional to someone who grew up with this mindset of like making five. money is a nine to five job which College. is ironic because i'm trying to do other things besides yes that too. we're literally podcasting right now exactly it's and just we like we're doing great if I might but add. we're not using things like we're podcasting because we're interested we like having conversations about things mm-hmm. so you go on the bachelor not for the purpose of the show which is to potentially find love mm-hmm. but to gain fame from it i think is wrong you know yeah because then again, you're using people, you're using, like, taking up someone else's spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I don't really feel that strong about The Bachelor, so I'm not really <laughs> upset about it. Uh, that's I used a, to really like it. what your thesis is about? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Put my UTEID. Um. I don't know, but it's, it's definitely a weird culture that is, like, blown up. It is. For it, sure. And it's, like, it's that same thing you kind of see with TikTokers. Yeah. It's a little you different, just, but not that different. You, like, root for these people, and, like, you want to keep up with them, and you feel like you know them, because you just watched 36 episodes, mm-hmm. an hour long of them and their partner, and it's like, I don't know them at yeah. all. It's weird. Yeah, that's something I feel like a lot of younger people don't really consider, is, like, how little you really know a person based off of what you see on Instagram. And, yeah, I mean, they're only I mean, going to post the good things. I was going to say Facebook, but I'm not really sure that's relevant anymore. Bro, rip but yeah, Facebook. like, if you... <laughs> if we have any listeners that don't know us personally, first of all, shout-outs. Shout-outs to all our listeners, though. Yeah. Like, if you were to look at my Instagram, one, you'd think I was probably dead because I don't post on there. <laughs> but two, like, you would think, I don't know, I just have a podcast. Like, I don't post anything about my personal life, really. I post a lot of memes. You'd probably think I'm a 12-year-old boy. I still do. <laughs> um, so it's just weird that, like, people have created a career out of selling their internet lives. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. I've kind of, like, strayed away from ever wanting that type of fame because people are so up in your business and, like, mm-hmm. there are stalkers out there and, like, creepers and... I don't know. Like, you post, like, you, like, overshare about your life. It's, like, the concept of oversharing, I don't know. I've never really overshared that much, mm-hmm. but I've definitely strayed away from it more and more these days. Yeah. Because, I, first of all, I love when people, like, move in silence and, like, 
they post a, like an Instagram post two years later and they're like, oh yeah, got married, had a kid, bought a house. That's going to be me. <laughs> it's the best. It's like, you don't have to post your every single move. No, because it's really not that interesting. I mean, if the interesting parts of your life are already being observed for the other people included, like people outside of that probably probably don't really care yeah um, you're not really you don't really but then like i watch them. i watch vloggers so i don't i don't really know if i i should be even speaking on this because <laughs> i watch people yeah. do the nice parts of their day like you know i was talking to my boyfriend about it like when a vlogger in their video wakes up and says hi to the camera like they already woke up they turn on their camera they pretended to go back to sleep to wake up yeah they probably put on a little bit of makeup fix their hair it's not mm-hmm. real yeah so it's i think it's hard because it to to say this this is my everyday life this is what I do but then to do things like that or you're kind of staging it is kind of disingenuous not wrong but like it's just weird yeah. I don't know because then like as an influencer who has like a large following do you have like the responsibility to be to be like honest about like what you do well i mean like do you need to acknowledge those things right i mean it's kind of like it's your choice it's your life you're nobody Mm -hmm. asked you you're not making that channel because you're like i'm doing this for you it's more of like i want to do this it's my channel i'm going to do it how i want to do it yeah i think it's interesting to like consider the people who try to be genuine Mm -hmm. and then they're like well maybe i just put a little bit of powder on before like before i wake up yeah just a little bit. That's all I'm going to do. But then how easy it is to get caught up in that. And like, well, let me just do this too. And let me, and like, by the end of it, it's like, okay, you initially were trying to be genuine, but how much of it actually turned out being genuine? Yeah. And like people who like use Facetune and Photoshop, like I've definitely like Photoshopped blemishes out of pictures before because I used to have really bad acne mm-hmm. and I can see how easy it is to be like, oh, let me make my waistline a little bit. I never really tried it probably because I didn't know how. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't think just I've ever don't care. really edited a photo. I but use, like, I, one just... filter on Instagram, and I'm like, I don't... Does this look good? Instagram filters know. suck. Everybody. Because, <laughs> um, like, there's been a lot of issues, I think, recently with, like, sustain... Quote-unquote sustainable YouTubers um, not really being sustainable. Mm-hmm. Well, because... So, like, I, I try really hard not to order stuff off of Amazon. I think it's impossible to not to if you're, like, a relatively financially average person because, like, Amazon's just cheaper sometimes. That's the fact of the matter. And sometimes you don't have the money to spend on more. Mm. But, like, there's, like, there's been sustainable YouTubers who have, like, partnered with Amazon. So it's, like, ironic. It's, like, you're going to sit here and tell me I should be thrifting my clothes to save the planet, but you're going to make money off of a deal with Amazon who's completely not sustainable. Yeah. And so it's like, is that... It puts you in such a weird spot because it's like, well, this is your job. This is how you make money. But if you're selling a lifestyle, <laughs> is it wrong to not actually live that lifestyle? Yeah. I think that's something that just, at the end of the day, falls on your moral compass, too, because it's like, now imagine how many people you've, like, influenced in this way when you could have mm-hmm. partnered with somebody else or waited for a different partnership to come along with, like, a more sustainable company or, like, a local company or whatever. Yeah and to then kind of also open people's eyes about it yeah you know well and then it's like your income to an extent is based off of 
how many people watch you, Mm -hmm. right? Which is a little different than, like, if you're not an influencer, your income isn't based off of an audience, really. Or I guess, like, an actor and stuff like that than it is. So it's like, do you owe something to your audience because they're the reason you're making money? I don't know. These are just weird questions I've started thinking about because I've really started to question how much I watch YouTube (laughs) and how maybe I watched a little too much because I'm like, not that, like, uh, YouTubers should, like, do everything their audience says because that is stupid. It makes no sense. But, like, do you not owe it to your audience to be honest if, like, they're the ones who kind of dictate whether or not you make money. No one has to follow you. Yeah. It's not like if I'm, you know, deathly sick, I need to go to the doctor, right? I don't have to follow a YouTuber. I have no obligation to. Yeah. There's nothing about my life that makes me do it. So, like, I don't know. Sometimes it makes me not want to be even remotely famous. I know. I think about it not... (laughs) I'm sure that I'll never be famous, but, like, I think I'd rather just not be... It sounds hot. Like, I think podcasters kind of get away with, like, being relatively private about their lives. Cause yeah, also, like... We're not lifestyle podcasters, if that's yeah. even a thing. And a lot of podcasts are, like, pretty niche, you mm-hmm. know? Like, except for the ones that are, like, top of the charts that most people know about. Yeah. But, I don't know. Like, I would be comfortable, like, having a good amount of, like, listeners and followers, but... Our whole thing isn't about, like, here's what I do every single day. This is every detail about my life. It wouldn't be interesting. It would not. <laughs> it's more of, like... My day-to-day is like, not interesting. Like, we're just having conversations, and we want to, like, talk about things with, like, the listeners, too, and, like, all of you guys, and it's, it's like, a different... I don't know. It's different than, like, those lifestyle YouTubers. Mm-hmm. A different motive, different oh, intention. Oh, definitely. Not, I mean, I'm not trying to knock on any YouTubers. No, yeah. It's a really weird job. It is. I don't want it. Sometimes I think I do something like, oh, maybe I could be a YouTuber. And then I, yeah. like, try and film myself and I hate it and I'm really <laughs> uncomfortable. And yeah. I'm like, kudos to them for, like, wanting to put themselves on camera Dude, as I often as they do. I, like, the amount of times I go through and delete tweets in a day because I tweet, like, just dumb stuff. Like, jokes I think are funny, mm-hmm. or, like, song lyrics, I'm like, delete it, delete it, and I go through, like, you can't do that when you're a YouTuber. You can't just take your videos down. You can, but, but like, you get backlash. It's not, you can't be like, when you're known. Every day, I'm gonna be like, oh, let me take this one down. Let me delete this one too. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, it's, and also, like, if you're a famous YouTuber and you make a bad video, someone's already re-uploaded it for you. Deleting yes. it only hides it from the people who aren't gonna go look for it. But if I want to go look up a video of that a YouTuber deleted because they said something bad in it, you can find it. It's not that hard. Yeah. I think also cancel culture makes me scared to be famous. Yeah, because, like, you do – I mean, some people are actually just bad people, and they no, shouldn't have a platform, but some people make mistakes. All of us kind of say things, and we're like, oh, wait, that was not yeah. right. Like, oh, well, I, that either A, you didn't mean it that way, or, like, B, it's been 10 years and, like, hey, yes. you're not 10 anymore. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, I think regular people, like, you and I sometimes forget that, like, big famous celebrities are also people. Mm-hmm. And we kind of have whole really high expectations. And, like, oh, my God, they said this? Forget it. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, no, they, they're Is it different, though, since they have a large influence? So if a celebrity said something that was, like, factually incorrect... But I say something that's factually incorrect. 
is that different because I'm not influencing millions of people. I'm um, not I'm not potentially giving out false information to a bunch of people. So not that I should be held accountable, but like if I tell you like, hey, coronavirus isn't real, right? Like yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. But if a celebrity goes on their Instagram and says coronavirus isn't real, they're potentially reaching millions of people. I think that's also why there's extra duty that follows on to us, the consumers of information, to don't be a passive listener. Mm -hmm. You got to challenge the information you're hearing. Don't just believe everything that you see and hear. Also, don't listen to celebrities about coronavirus. Yeah, what listen do they to know? doctors. Yeah. Don't, there's a lot of things you shouldn't listen to from a lot of people. And celebrities, I don't know. Who knows what's really going on in Hollywood? Be I careful. Say, I think we've talked about this. Why do we. Why do celebrities make so much money? I don't know. <laughs> what was my mind? I don't know. Pay teachers more. Yeah. Also, how, like, shouldn't there just... If celebrities are famous because of the people, shouldn't the people easily be able to be like, hey, why are you making so much money? Yeah. No, but there's a bunch of weird stuff that goes on there. Yes. So, yeah, I never yes. want to be in Hollywood. That's for sure. Never. Ever. Where would... What city would you move to if you were doing good financially and you were like kind of famous like you're doing well enough and you could go anywhere where are you going anywhere um that's a good like i want to say new york new york but like that's also that's where my like mind a jumps. that's like a passing that's like a fleeting dream like i would never settle in new york city yeah I would live in New York City for a year or two, but I'm, when I think when I think about my um my preconceived notion of what my future will be like, <laughs> living in New York is unbelievably unrealistic because for the most part it's financially irresponsible for me to live in New York. As, yeah. Assuming I will be a teacher as my primary career, but I don't think I'm going you. to. I don't know. I mean, teachers are needed everywhere, you know. Yeah. And my family's not going to be in New York, so. And that's. Yeah. And I'd have to bring my cats. It'd be kind of hard. It would be a big move. But I still do want to live in New York for like a year. Maybe when I'm like 80. When <laughs> I'm living on retirement, I'll get a really cheap apartment. Oh a really cheap apartment in New York. <laughs> oh, I hear about those all the time. Yeah. They, they totally everywhere. Exist. I think about how, you know, maybe I'll teach somewhere in Texas for like a nice apartment, like $800. Yeah. Because why not? Like, yeah. the amount of money I'd say versus, like, teaching in Austin, a nice apartment on the outskirts of Austin is still, like, 1200 Yeah. What is that? I'm playing with one of the cat's oh, okay. toys with my <laughs> foot. Sorry. So, what I feel like, for me, is as I'm getting a little bit older, I'm not that old, but a little bit older. I feel like I'm older, um, I'm, like, desiring more and more to, like, spend more time outside. Like, I feel like as a kid, that's all I did, you know? And I was thinking about this earlier, like, the difference in our childhoods versus, first of all, versus our parents' childhoods, but versus, like, kids' childhoods nowadays. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like our parents were just, like, completely outside. You know, latchkey kids, the parents are like, just go outside, get away from me, come back when it's dark, dinner will be here, and they just played outside all day. For us, it was, like, a nice mix of, like, we can go inside and, like, we have some electronics. We have TV. We have computer. Mm -hmm. That was... I think we like still DS. spent most of our early childhood outside. Yes. Even, like... I think in middle school is when you make that shift into going inside. inside. I mean, 
We had a lot of toys, like little pet shops, but we would play with them outside too a lot. Mm-hmm. We like swing them from trees. It was interesting. Yeah. But like nowadays with kids, it's like there's so much they can do inside. So many like stimulants. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But so I kind of miss that like of me being a kid and just like playing outside so much. Mm-hmm. And I think I realized that yesterday when we were outside. Just, oh, like, it's I so loved fun. It we need to play tennis again. And like longboard. I miss my grip stick. But anyway, so I feel like I really now am valuing outdoors times, especially because we're locked up in the apartment all the time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I want to move somewhere where I can, like, be outside a lot. Like, the weather is not going to be, like, because I don't really like the heat, like, extreme heat. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. Maybe New Zealand. I'll just go to New Zealand. That's not where I thought <laughs> that was going. New Zealand's not a city. <laughs> well, I'll go somewhere in New Zealand. What's a city um, in New Zealand? I wish I could tell you. I... I couldn't, I'm not even sure I could point out New Zealand on a map. All right, I'll admit it. See, that's not where I was thinking. Ideally, I want to live, Harvey and I want to live on land, and, like, our house is kind of where we sleep. And that's it. Um, And, like, our land is where we spend our time, like, outdoors with, like, our animals. Yeah. Yeah, it's just nice to be outside. Like, I realized today, I love just looking at my room when the sun shines through my window and how much nicer it makes the room look when you just have like natural light oh my gosh when i open my curtains my mood boosts like at least 15 points mm-hmm. like, this is oh. why i keep my curtains open almost all the time i can't have mine open at night i can't i don't like people being able to see me i mean they can't see me if my curtains are open they just see my wall yeah mine is like street in the parking lot and that guy's always sitting in his car smoking his cigar direct line from never my seen him in his car doing that he does it every single night. I mean, I don't look at the parking lot because I'm not in your bedroom at night. <laughs> I guess I just, I don't know. I go outside a lot, like, to my car at night. But, yeah, I just, I don't know. Or a city in the U.S. where I can do a lot of, like, you stuff on like, Colorado. Colorado would be really nice. Colorado. Although, Colorado. I just feel like a lot of serial killers come out of Colorado. I don't know why I think that, well, but it just feels that way. way. But you could be one of the serial killers that comes out. Are you kidding me? I feel bad for the lobsters in the tank. I don't think I could hurt anybody. You don't have to hurt animals to be a serial killer, Lindsay. I just... I'm saying I don't think I could have it in me to hurt a person. Everybody has their breaking point. I just... I give a lot of empty threats. It's interesting how different we are when we're really mad. I know, I'm always like, I'm going to kick their ass, and then I don't, I don't even, I, I don't just, have the guts to be like, I'm mad at you. And when I'm mad, I'm, I'm just nice like. I'm to them. <laughs> I'm <just> quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm literally just silent. I just look slightly angry. I. Well, I'm, when I'm mad, I'm quiet to the person I'm mad at, mm-hmm. but to the other people around me, I'm like, I'm so mad at them, and I won't tell the person I'm mad at. Mm-hmm. I what like, the if I had to describe how I am when I'm really angry, I exude a loud silence. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. I don't get super angry very often. Yeah. Um, because I don't care about a lot of things anymore. <laughs> it's just not worth it. It's not. Um, oh, that reminds me of the book I'm reading. Gonna drop an F-bomb, but it's the title of the book. The Simple Art of Not Giving a Fuck. It's by Mark something. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a quick plug. It's a great book, and it teaches you how to not care about things that don't matter. You should check it out. I feel like I'm, I'm like halfway there. I like it a lot. I just, what's the point of getting annoyed by something when you can just 
just brush it off by something yeah i think being a teacher kind of forces you to be in that way because you gotta pick your battles when you're teaching um you would be so even more mentally drained than you already are if you tried to like address every single little thing that doesn't go how you want but there are teachers who try and do that and they you know engage in power struggles with their students and it's like it's not it's not about that. It's not about that. It's not worth it. You're also and it not, doesn't help. You're not higher up than them. Mm-mm. You know? It's a better relationship when the children, they, you're not seen as some scary authority figure, but, like, more so someone they still respect. They're not going to walk all over you, but, like, you're yeah. more on our level and we're in this together. You know? It's like a friendly, safe environment. Mm-hmm. You don't want it to be, like, like the military in your classroom yeah or maybe you do and if that's the case you should probably join the army <laughs> and teach over there teach teach the army yeah yeah yes um i don't know we I could talk about music real quick okay i feel like that's kind of the only thing we haven't that's kind of it oh wait no i'll end oh. with that we can end okay with that. yeah i know lighthearted um what music we've never really discussed our music tastes i'm just curious podcast yeah yeah i was like we talk about music i let me literally look at my phone to tell you all i just want to preface this by saying we cannot be more different on our music tastes yeah i don't i don't listen to most of what you listen to i don't necessarily dislike any of it you've never put on music and i've been like can you turn this off sometimes i feel that way when i put on music when around you i'm like she probably thinks this sounds terrible i just got another text about a package um guys if y'all get a text saying click here for the details of a package don't do it got a text it's like tied to sex trafficking and i've never gotten that before i get them like four or five times a week that's weird it freaks me out i have been listening to cutworms who they were an opener for Lord Huron a few years ago. Love Lord Huron. I am the kind of person that discovers an artist because they're an opener for someone I listen that's to. That's like the most organic and authentic thing, though. I love that. Um, that's I discovered Leon Bridges because he was an opener for Lord Huron like oh, four you years ago. Saw him. Mm-hmm. He was an opener at that point. Like I do. Like I don't him. think he was super known yet. He's really good. I have both of he his is. vinyls. Um, I haven't listened to Lord Huron in a while, though. I go through, like, Same. phases. Where, like, have they put anything out, though? Not They have, like, a Spotify recorded original or something. Yeah. But, like, nothing really. Um, I have fallen in love with Phoebe Bridgers. She just came out with an album called Punisher. It is very good. Um, it's just really, it's, like, soft. Some of it's, like, kind of softer music, but some of it's more, like, rock music. Um... Hamilton Leithauser just came out with The Loves of Your Life. He... Never heard of him. I love him. He's the song I play that's about, like, um, the garbage man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he has... I have one one of his vinyls. Um, oh, my God. I love him. If I got <laughs> to see him in person, I would pee myself. I did not know where that was going. <laughs> He's... He did... Uh, the album I have that's a vinyl, he did with rostum it's part of vampire weekend oh, okay which heim has worked with i've started to discover a lot of the artists i listen to have worked together and i didn't know it like a youtuber i watch who also makes music Haley blaze worked with the band tennis on her new album i like um 
Tennis. Their song Runner is really good. That's, like, one of their more popular songs. But I think they just came out with an album. I don't know, man. It's just, like... It's cool to see Weird when I find those connections. Well, it's also interesting to see some of the influence. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I kind of see the resemblance in their sounds. Maybe even in just one song. But it's, like, oh. Yeah, it's... It's just cool. Like, I don't know. The music world is, like, the cooler, more interesting celebrity I love, world. Yes. It's, like, especially, like, low-key underground artists, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's... I mean, I don't like to admit it, but I really am a hipster when it comes to music. Hope really is. Not, like, an annoying way or anything. The Mamas and the Papas are, like, a classic. Also, just have a really interesting history behind them. What's the They're, history? They just... A lot of things. They got famous in like the late sixties. Oh, wow. The lead, or the John, I think is his name. John something was married to one of the singers. She cheated on him with another member of the band. Oh yes, you've told me this. It's really interesting. I think they all met doing acid. Yes. Classic sixties way of meeting Sounds each other. Like, just really like, a good time. Good strong time. I just I really like um like sixties music kind of 50s music i think that's why i like cutworms is they're kind of like a country doo-wop kind of thing <laughs> but they're like a contemporary band yeah but that's kind I of feel been like my you, you would really thing. like a lot of like local austin musicians who are kind of like folk mm-hmm. border not country but like folkish indie yeah like i rock. think leon bridges is from fort worth or like grew up in fort worth that's cool mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i like I would love... I like folk music, too. Um, I just never really know where to begin. Like, especially with, like, trying to find local artists. Especially, like, around Austin. I'm just, like... I don't know. I'm kind of bad about discovering things. Mm -hmm. But it would be cool to be able to go see, like, live shows. Maybe one day again. Mm -hmm. Maybe one day I'll see Andrew Bird. Yeah. Andrew Bird's really great. He's been making music since, like, 1999. I do like Andrew Bird. But I have, like, five of his vinyls, because... He's just, I can't even, his music's just like a different, it's different level of music. Yeah. <laughs> his, the words he uses in his music are interesting. The one, the weirdest, the most, like, that's who you listen to, artists I listen to is, um, The Buttress. I like that She's a female rapper. Oh. She does a lot of, like, um, like, biblical rap, but not... Not the way you not like good biblical rap, like kind of satanic. But it's really interesting. She she like clearly knows a lot of stuff about like religious history. Mm-hmm. Um, her stuff's just really it's like listening to mythology and like the form of rap. Like you actually learn stuff. That is interesting, music. especially when it like goes over your head and you're like, wait, what? And then mm-hmm. you look it up and you're like, oh, oh yeah. It's like it's just such a different level of like writing that goes into their lyrics. Whoa. I'm trying to think about, like, what have I been listening to? I feel like I don't listen to that much music anymore. You listen to a lot of podcasts now. I do. I think, like, not going to the gym as much and, like, not being on the bus, not walking around campus, not working at the library anymore. Mm-hmm. That's when I would, like, listen to music a lot. But I don't know. I feel like there's been a big shift for me, like, towards older rap, like, 90s, especially um like east coast like i really like new york rap mm-hmm. like mob deep i don't know I've, I've like really gotten into them um and then it's cool because 
Oh, and like Jizza and like Wu Tang and all them. But it's just interesting to see because the rappers I like that are modern day, like J. Cole, Drake, they sample a lot of the sounds that come from the older rap. Mm-hmm. And so, because I'm kind of doing it in reverse where I know these modern rappers because I just didn't grow up listening to rap because I'm super white. And so I go back and listen to the old stuff now and I'm like, oh my God, that's where that came from. Mm-hmm. It's really exciting. Oh, yeah. I really enjoy it. But also, um, I feel like I've been really into Schoolboy Q lately. Oh, and Dreamville. Like, Earth Gang. Earth Gang is a group that does a lot with Dreamville, which is a record label mm-hmm. that J. Cole is on. I really like them. They're kind of like... I guess more like alternative hip-hop. I feel like I like alternative hip-hop a lot more these days than I did. I don't know, because I'll go on Spotify and listen to like the main rap page and like the playlist they have and I'm like this is so bad yeah I'm like falling out of it I like it. never listen to the Spotify playlists yeah because it's just I do like that uh, which part is about that before what the with the lo-fi not lo-fi lo-fi <laughs> I really really love piano music mm-hmm. I really it like it hits my soul in like a different way it makes me tear up all the time I just I want to learn the piano so badly because of it yeah, I want to have a piano one day, like, in my house. Yes, and I just want to, like, myself teach to myself. Exactly. I did that for a summer, and I got, like, not... I mean, I was probably, like, at the very end of, like, beginner, starting into intermediate. Mm-hmm. My grandma told me I was good. Hey, that's... She wasn't lying. My I was grandma like, was never lying. Because the, the, the most annoying thing about playing the piano is everyone else who's not playing it in the house listening to you mess up. 50 times yeah, on a song. Like, stop. And my grandma came over. She's like visiting. And I thought she was going to ask me to stop playing. <laughs> because I had messed up the same song like a thousand <sighs> times. I was trying to learn how to play an eighth note and my brain like could not play fast enough. Mm-hmm. It was really hard for me. And she came over and she said, I just want to tell you, you are playing beautifully. And I was like, oh my God, thank Aww. you, Grandma. I thought you were going to tell me, like, best. don't play your day job. She's like, Jesus, make it stop. Yeah. We were just talking about grandmas, and I just really got, like, the biggest craving for cookies. Mm. I think ever Speaking since SpongeBob's grandma. grandmas. Oh. A little, yes. a little podcast ender. Yes. So, yesterday, me, you, Seven, and Harvey all decided we needed to be outside. Yes. So, Harvey and I went to go land some hammocks at our apartment, and you and Stefan were riding longboards. longboards. And... Lindsay calls me, but immediately hangs up, I would like to add. On my phone, that's what it appeared. It, it looked like you literally called me and immediately hung up. Oh, because it, it said the call didn't go through for me. Mm. And then another call came up, and it was like, just end this one and go to the next one. So I called you back, mm-hmm. and you were just asking if we were going to come skateboard with you. Yeah. Uh, and then you told me there was an old man... Checking his mail. No. Right? No. Oh, he came and checked the mail after. Mm. But he was walking around with his cat. Well, so at first, I just saw a cat run. And I was like, oh my gosh, Devin. And I've seen that cat stray. around here before. It's the the gray one with the white chest. Yes. And and then I hear this old man. And I thought he was saying, what? What? Like, I yeah. thought he was, like, yelling at like, mad. us. 
And then I realized, I'm like, oh, I've seen this guy before. He walks around and his cat follows him. I've never seen him before. I've seen it once or twice. That shows how little I go outside. It's not a good thing. It's It was so cute. And he couldn't get the cat to follow him. <laughs> that cat did not give a crap. That cat was like, sir, but I'll I come back when I'm ready. it did, eventually. It did. Because then Harvey and I were laying on the hammocks and I heard some screaming or yelling. And I, like, for a second, I was like, what is that? And it was this guy... Like, not yelling at his cat, but, like, he, like getting... like, loudly is like, come on! Yeah, he's like, come on, cat! Come on! And I'm pretty sure he was literally just saying cat. He was not saying a name. Yeah. And so Harvey and I were watching him. And his cat was... So... It would, like, walk a little bit and then stop and, like, lay down and roll over. <laughs> it was just cute that he, like, brings his cat. He went to go check the mail. And then he went all the way back to his apartment. And I'm... later yeah. I saw his cat sitting on his window, so... Oh, you did? I really... I like the level of trust there mm-hmm. in the cat. And, like, it's so cute to think that he's just, like, an old guy. He's really old. Mm-hmm. And he's just, like, if the cat doesn't come, oh, well. Yep. He's just, like, you can come if you want. I would never so do that with my cute. cats. No, I have a harness for Theo, and he, we're still getting him we'll warmed get up there. to it. Yeah. He, can't, he just can't find That was just so cute. That's just one of those things that, like, makes you smile. And you're like, yeah. ah, there's still great things going on in this world. Yeah, also on that note, write in with some good news, some good stories. Because mm-hmm. we could use it. Yes. And we would love to share it. It's been a rough week. Spread it. So, any sort of great news or funny stories would be appreciated at uncommonthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Um, yeah. Still waiting for your coffee mug to come in, so I can decide if I want one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't order a coffee mug. I know. But someone did, and I thought maybe it was you and you weren't going to say anything about it. Oh, my stickers came in. Maybe it was Harvey, but... He would have ordered it to his house, and that would have been it. So just... Yeah, I was going to say, Stefan probably would have ordered it here, too. Maybe I'll order one. I'll wait till I have the money for a maintenance. I don't think Sarah did, did you? She did order one, but it was a different order. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I thought she Because she ordered one, like, immediately after I went through and made mugs available. Yeah. Um, But if you would like to support our podcast, you can buy some of our merch off of Redbubble. I will put the link in the description. Um, also, go give our give my YouTube channel a subscription. <laughs> uh, we upload just the audio for the time being of our podcast on there. We've thought about doing the video, but we're not exactly sure how you do that yeah. and have like good audio with it. So that might be a future thing. But um, we really appreciate you guys for listening. Go ahead and. Um, if you don't mind, share us with your friends and your family. Yes, please do. We would love to reach more ears and mm-hmm. and return we would love to hear from more people. Yeah. Our email's um, been dry lately, right? It has. It's We've in. been a little slow We've on been recording. Slow, but... Very slow. Sorry about that. Um yeah, we love hearing from you guys, so yeah, we appreciate in. it. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Everyone, uh stay safe out there. Stay safe and... And be a badass. Be cool. Stand your ground. Stay safe and don't give a fuck. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it's a subtle art. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. <laughs>